Welcome back <laughs> to the Eat Me in St. Louis podcast, the new Lou food review. I'm Nick. That's a way better name. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> and I'm Travis. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about the bow in Clayton. So the bow in Clayton is, uh, it's relatively new, like less than a year old, I believe. And uh, Nick, what made you want to visit the bow? Well, I have been there a few times now. So I had driven by it and I saw their cool hip sign, which is a square, a triangle and a circle, which resemble the letters B-A-O a little bit. And uh got curious about it, looked it up and and yeah, I wanted to check it out. Um This was about two months ago. So this is my third time going to it. Have you been there before? Yeah, I went once for lunch. Uh, So my wife and I actually like uh, just went during work one day and got a few things. Uh, And so it was kind of nice to be back and kind of look at it with fresh eyes. And we also went like the first week they were open. So it was good to like give them a little chance to get their feet under them. Yeah, nice. Uh, Before we get into our experience at the bow, I wanted to take a look at a comment that we got. I don't know if we're going to be reading all comments, but we did get a couple this time. When we only have one, we will take the time to read yeah. one comment. <laughs> uh, Drew C. commented on the Impossible Whopper episode, and he said, It may be too early to tell, but there seems to be an early trend emerging on this podcast. There's some truly incredible math happening in Travis's head as he journeys from consumption through to review for the show. For the bulk of the episode and last, you get the impression he's at the very least satisfied with the food he's eating, if not pleased. In fact, in this episode, around the six-minute mark, he says there's, quote, really not a marked fall from one to the other, end quote. Then, less than three minutes later, he's describing it as, quote, a fall from the Whopper itself, end quote, and giving it two out of five stars. How do you respond to that, Travis? Well, it is not my fault that the Impossible Whopper gets worse as you continue to eat it. <laughs> oh. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to apologize for that. Um, it was my first time having a Whopper, too. So, you know, I, I really had to try them side by side. And at first, yeah, I didn't see a difference. But, yeah, as you go on, like, you get more disappointed not only in the food but uh, uh, in yourself in for yourself. eating a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> so did you feel like the Whopper got better, worse, or stayed the same throughout your meal? Uh, the Whopper also, like, it, 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 it didn't stay. It didn't hold up throughout the meal. Like by the end, I was I was like ready to be done eating the Whopper. I would not recommend eating two Whoppers of any sort in one no. sitting. Yeah, and that was my first mistake. Like as soon as we walked out of Burger King, I was like, "Wow, we really should have split those." Yeah, we should have. <laughs> yep. Uh, and Drew finished up saying, "I don't want you to think I'm complaining. It's good to know I'll always be on the edge of my seat when it comes to Travis's reviews. Keep it up, guys." Well, you. Keep it up, Drew, too. <laughs> Listening and completing. Um, speaking of the Whopper, yesterday they announced the Impossible Whopper will be going nationwide by the end of the year. Uh, I think we did a good thing here. You know? Yeah, it, I'm excited to not have it in more locations. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are, are glad that it did well here so that they can eat it in their hometowns yeah i mean if burger king is your thing it it was uh, a suitable meal 
for uh, what it was. So I, I am glad it's successful because I'm I'm glad that um, kind of inclusive eating is becoming a movement. Yes, and, that's the thing I'm most interested in. Yeah, so, you know, and I think it goes beyond um, just like vegetarian and veganism because uh, our friend Francie of the Francie Fact Check hates cilantro, and she would love to see more Mexican restaurants have cilantro-free options, which I think is a great idea. That is a great idea. We should look for that. And see if we can find one for her. So to get back to the bao, bao, by the way, means bun. It comes from China. Uh, a lot of people associate it with Taiwanese food because it became popular as a street food there. And this restaurant was created by Chef RJ Zhu. And uh, I read that he traveled around the world to all of the great bao places like Paris and London Oh, in Hong Kong and across the U.S. And he he experimented with his recipe and he tried other people's. And he came back and he created his own fusion-style restaurant. What do you think about fusion in general? Do you have any opinions about the combination of two different cultures and uh, their food? I didn't know this was a fusion restaurant. Maybe that's just my own cultural ignorance. But um, hmm. I, I think it's great. There are a lot of new fusion restaurants popping up. Uh, and I think as the world becomes more connected, you're going to see a lot more of that yes. uh, with the ability to travel and the ability to share recipes like, you know, from one end of the world to the other. Um, I embrace it because, you know, it it's a lot of, uh, you know, once you've had a burger, you've had a burger. And while you can perfect on that, it's also good to see um, some just completely out of left field options popping up. I totally agree. I'm surprised that we agree on this <laughs> or anything. But I... I have talked to a lot of people who have this belief in the purity of a culture's food and that if you are making Thai food without Thai basil, can't be using that regular basil. <laughs> you know, I know that there are some things that the ingredients work well together and that blah, blah, blah. But I also encourage everybody to be like trying new things and sometimes it's going to be a mess uh yeah absolutely well i i think uh you know there are still those places around i th i think if you you yeah. couldn't find an authentic thai place within you know then you can complain yeah absolutely go ahead and complain but um with the restaurant scene becoming more and more crowded particularly in st louis you have to find those ways to stand out yeah and that's where i think fusion can really find its lane is you know finding those people that have tried the authentic uh, Vietnamese food and maybe have tried authentic Korean food and now they get to try the mixture of the two together. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking of Soul Taco and Gorilla Street Food as ones that have been uh, really popular here and yeah. blown up. So the reason this place is fusion is because the bao traditionally is served in two different ways. One of them is kind of a kolache where the, the meat is inside of it. Traditionally it would be with pork and and that's called a gua bao, I believe, made with uh, lotus leaf bread. No, that's the one that's kind of like a thick folded taco. So that's the other one. The the kolache ish one is a baozi. Okay. So I I haven't had a baozi myself, but the the other one is is usually this maybe four inch bun that is just kind of folded over, like I said, like a taco. I wonder if they in China if they have the is a Giao bao a sandwich debate <laughs> like they do with hot, the dogs. hot dogs yeah. yeah and bao buns are traditionally steamed in bamboo baskets and they have this 
like perfect, surreal, almost fake looking white texture to them that I find appealing. It's just a pretty bun. Yeah. How do you make a bow? What are the ingredients? Uh, well, there's lotus leaf. And that's it? I don't know beyond that. <laughs> I know I know that it's steamed. I'm not a baker myself. That's that's. I like to cook, but I, I never bake, so I don't really know about that at all. Well, great opportunity. Francie Fact Check. How do they make those wonderful bao? Well, achieving the highest quality bun requires very exact practices performed by dedicated bao artists. You could call them baoists. The basic dough is made with flour, yeast, baking powder, oil, sugar, and water. But it's a long, complicated, continuous process. There's no stopping along the way, or you risk overproofing or underproofing the dough. It's tricky because the fillings introduce an element of moisture you don't have in ordinary bread or bun baking. Basically, there are eight steps to bow. Mix the dough, roll the dough into sheets, fold the dough, measure the dough, roll the bow, fill the bow, steam the bow, and then eat the bow. Thank you, Francie. And I'm sorry about all the terrible things I said about you last week. (laughs) Um, But the thing that they did is they turned it into an American thing by making it a burger-style sandwich. And so they'd make the buns, and then they'd slice them in half, and they'd grill them quickly to get a little bit of that toast underneath them, and then serve it as a American sandwich, yeah. So before we get into what we think of the bow, should we see what other people think of the bow? Yeah. Yup. All right, so we took a look at Yelp and found a couple of interesting reviews. Uh, one of them is from KDG in St. Louis. She said, So in an effort to be more adventurous, I accompanied my friend outside of my comfort zone and went to a swinger party. And then, <laughs> no, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that would make more sense than they tried this restaurant because I, I like, while the, you know, the bow is a lot of things, I don't think a super outside of someone's yeah. comfort zone is one of them. Well, I, I'm not trying to judge, but she went to the bow and she said, sweet baby Jesus, am I glad I did. I went half seas on the char siu and lobster rolls and the heavens opened up. So uh, we'll stick with our Katie's and Katie S in University City Mo said the Thai soup was maybe the best soup I've ever had. The dumplings looked amazing, but they weren't vegetarian. Did you have the Thai soup? I did have the Thai soup. And I have to say it is possibly my favorite soup ever. Also, (laughs) it was so good that I, I got it on my first trip there. We actually only got appetizers my first trip and I was thinking about it for days after I looked it up. I tried to remember what was in it. I looked at a million different recipes. It's basically like a Thai, uh, coconut, uh, chili oil. Uh, it's got cilantro on top. I, maybe I shouldn't be getting into it so (laughs) early, but it's so good. Well, so that's one opinion, but egg E from St. Louis, Missouri had a very different one. And they said, Honestly, the napkin was probably the best part of my experience. It was exceptionally sturdy. Wow. (laughs) KS 
from St. Louis said, great food. I'm from Japan and pretty picky for Asian food, but this place is very high standard Asian fusion. Portion is quite large, so kids could share a dish. Wagyu bao is a must. And one more, Charis? Charis? What do you think? Charis. All right, we'll go Charis. R said, to top it all off, even the bathrooms were super nice. They were stocked with little essentials like floss picks and tampons. How great is that? Wow. Did you go into the bathrooms? I didn't. I didn't either. (laughs) And if I did, I don't think I would have found tampons in there. I hope I would have found (laughs) floss picks. But, man, I wish we had somebody to uh, go into the ladies' bathrooms for us. (laughs) 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 It's the one place we can't go. (laughs) Anyway, let's get to our experience. All right. So um, I actually went for a happy hour. I didn't go for a full-on meal, but uh, ended up pretty much eating a full-on meal while I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with my wife. Uh, they have a happy hour from 3 to 6 on Monday through Friday. Um, so we went right after work, uh, got a few things. Uh, it wasn't very crowded, which was nice. Uh, we went on a Friday, so I kind of expected a little bit of a crowd, a little yeah. bit of a wait. Um, but it was nice. Uh, walk right in, sit right down. And then they also had Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy on TV, Oh, which was like kind of surprisingly nice to be in the background. Is that the TV in the bar? Yes. Okay. Were you sitting at the bar? Uh, no, we got a table. Okay. Was the audio on? Uh, no, the audio was playing like great 80s music. Okay. We had great music while we were there too, uh, but they were playing a kung fu movie. Uh, oh, oh yeah. nice. And we actually did sit at the bar. We, I, I called in advance because I have a bad history of showing up when restaurants are closed. You just have to look when they're open. You don't need to call. <laughs> yeah, and also we were going on a Friday night, and I wasn't sure if they were going to be busy or not. And here's the funny thing is when I called and asked if they took reservations, I think they said only for you know groups of 8 to 12 or something like that. And... She said, wow, when are you wanting to come? And I said, tonight. And I had told her it was just going to be two people. And she laughed. <laughs> She's like, oh, you're going to be fine. <laughs> Which, you know, just as a, a little tip, it kind of felt like, hey, maybe not act <laughs> like your restaurant is going to be completely empty and well, people that, want to go to it. At that moment, they were probably looking across the restaurant as me and my wife and two other tables yes. of people were sitting there and thought, yeah, they're going to yeah. be okay to just walk right in. Maybe I misinterpreted it and she was just laughing at something you were doing. Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. But we ended up going and they said there was going to be a 20-minute wait, which is totally normal on a Friday night. I just The fact that they had said there wasn't going to be a problem, but we just decided to go to the bar and, and eat there. Oh, nice. So uh, what did you get? Well, so we started out with a salad, a sesame tofu salad. Uh, it was very good. It's uh, spring greens, heirloom tomatoes, tofu. Uh, the tofu was very well seasoned. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. So I actually had a, while I was there, had their tofu yam bao. Mm-hmm. And I thought the same thing about the tofu. I'm usually not like a big tofu guy, but... Um, I would go back and I would get that in a heartbeat because that tofu, like you said, the tofu really well seasoned, um, the yam really played with it well. So if you're a vegetarian looking for a great sandwich, I would recommend this one way more than I would recommend the impossible Whopper. (laughs) Fair enough. We also got the Korean street corn, which is corn with melted mozzarella on top of it. It looks delicious. I didn't feel like it had the flavor that it 
my eyes were tasting. You so, know, I totally know what you mean because we also got the Korean street corn, and it had like this smoky flavor, but to like a really deep smoky flavor. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's not what I'm expecting in street corn. That's just not you know what I imagine that's going to taste like. And that disconnect can really kind of play a uh, do a number on your senses. Yeah. It was also very heavy, and I knew we had a lot of food coming, so you know I, I didn't want to eat fill up on that. But at the same time, it felt like it wasn't going to hold well. You know, this wasn't something to eat while it was cold. It was while the mozzarella was all nice and melty. Uh, the house dumplings are incredible. They're very, very good. I totally agree. I so fried dumplings scare me because when you fry a dumpling, I imagine it getting like thick. And chewy and oh. like not great. No, but they're very lightly fried. Yes, and the that light fry they put on them is like the the perfect kind of in between. If you like steamed dumplings and you like the idea of a fried dumpling, mm-hmm. like this is what a fried dumpling should be. They yeah. just like nailed it. It's also very pretty. It's a a circle of dumplings that uh, you just like off a little bit of of each of them and this is a perfect opportunity to say be sure to follow us on instagram and twitter to see all of our amazing food pics yes please do uh did you have any other appetizers uh yeah we went like all in on appetizers so uh they have really good appetizers have you ever had the skinny fries like just the order of fries I, we did not get that. So I feel like I'm calling back to the Twisted Ranch episode right now. Mm-hmm. The fries are amazing. Uh, they are thin. They are crisp. But what sets it off is the yum yum sauce. I don't know what it is, but all I know is that once we got the fries and dipped them in the yum yum sauce, we asked for extra so we could pour it over literally everything else that we were eating. Didn't you learn anything from your <laughs> Twisted Ranch experience? I didn't, except to pick my restaurants better, apparently. Yeah. Uh, also, please follow Travis's Instagram. Travis loves fries. Yum, yum. Great. <laughs> I've gotta, I'm going to look and see if that's available and just take <laughs> pictures of all the fries I eat. Uh, uh, so, yeah, we did uh, – but this time – so we did skinny fries the first time we went. And mm-hmm. then when we came back, we did the char siu uh, cheese fries, which, like, totally hold up to the cheese. Like, I was worried that uh, since they are, like, thin and crispy fries, that that cheese was just going to, like, permeate every inch of Turn them. into mush. Yeah, turn them into mush. That's a, a much, like, you know, more common way to say what I was trying to <laughs> say. <laughs> Well, you're not a writer. <laughs> yeah, totally. It, but they totally hold up. And it was a great appetizer, a great way to uh, try those fries in a different way. And I wasn't let down at all, which was awesome. Nice. Any other appetizers? Uh, well, I did sliders. Okay, that's so, right. So yeah. um, if if we want to consider that my kind of meal, we can talk about that. Or uh, you can tell me what you got as an entree. No, we did sliders also, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so the sliders I got, I got the char siu barbecue, um, which is English cucumber and cilantro on there. And then I got the fried chicken, which is a Korean sticky sauce and daikon. Um, both of them uh, served, obviously, slider size. Uh, and then my wife was actually the one that got the tofu yam and let me try it. Usually I wouldn't touch something called a tofu yam slider with a 10-foot pole, but they really got this yeah. tofu right. 
Yeah, tofu is basically just a sponge, and if you put the right flavor into it, they're delicious. Yeah, but if you don't treat it the right way, it tastes like a sponge. Yes. And so it was nice to kind of have that in a professional's hands and Mm -hmm. get to try what it's supposed to be like. But for the char siu barbecue, it it was really nice. It was very flavorful. Uh, The cucumber, it it really packs a punch. So if you don't like cucumber... Definitely don't get a full-size one, and even, like, think about it before you get the uh, slider size. Is it a cucumber or is it pickled? I It's a cucumber. Okay. Hmm. We did not get that one, and I later saw a picture of one on their Instagram, and I regretted not getting it. I feel like that's the one for me, but that, yeah, that looks delicious. I mean, don't let me, you know, completely sour the experience for you. It, it was really good, but mm-hmm. you need to be prepared for that cucumber flavor to really come through. Yeah. Especially uh, served on a vehicle like a bow, mm-hmm. which doesn't pack a lot of flavor in the bun. And then, um, it, yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to say that it does. It like if you compare it to other bows that I, I've had. And again, I'm not a world traveler. I haven't had the bows in London and Paris, but uh, it. I think theirs is a little bit sweeter and a little bit stickier. Like it's generally like a light bun. Theirs is is kind of a uh when you you bite into it you might get a little bit in your teeth i found that to be great and mixed really well with the food well yeah so i'm also not like a connoisseur of bowels by any means so um it's good to know that you know this is one of the better ones that i could have tried yeah uh we got the wagyu that has havarti arugula and truffle mayo on it and i personally found that the truffle flavor was a little bit too strong in that and that it completely canceled the Havarti and it was it was good but it was just a little bit too much of that that one bit uh we also got the seared pork belly um did you have that I didn't I'm I go back and forth on pork belly too much like if you get a good portion of it it's Uh great but if you don't you end up with like this half fatty it was very fatty yeah okay I I like that but yeah I see I definitely see your point where if you get the wrong proportion of it yeah um, that's got pickled daikon, peanuts, and I loved it. Uh, but I have to say, crispy fish of the three of them were my favorite. And I don't know how to say this in a in a, a very complimentative manner, <laughs> but it tasted like the best McDonald's fish fillet I'd ever had in my life. <laughs> Because it's just like that uh, cod or white fish or something fried, and it, it's a very simple sandwich. It's got a caper uh, remoulade. Is that how you say it? Yeah, remoulade. Remoulade, which is like an aioli uh, or a tartar sauce or something, um, and a little bit of lemon on it. But uh, it was it was so good. Well, I love finding things like that where I'm like, this tastes like a really good version of this random fast food thing that I have. Yeah. Um, because to the, me, it's just saying, this is what the fast food thing was trying to yes, taste yes. like. And I should probably say, this says more about me than it does their sandwich. <laughs> that is my standard <laughs> of comparison. Uh, so kind of along uh, the like fast food route, I also had the fried chicken, um, yeah. which that, that Korean sticky sauce, that was another instance where I wanted to like go to the kitchen and be like, will you just give me a small tub of this so I can like dip everything I'm eating in it? Mm-hmm. Um, because I also had the house chicken. Did they? Uh, no, they didn't. And I didn't ask. Oh. And that's my mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I also actually had the house chicken wings. So um, they have like a dry rub on them. So they're not like super covered in a sauce. And they're also, they have that light fry on them Mm -hmm. that the dumplings do. So it's a really great take on a chicken wing. So if you go back, definitely try one of those. Uh, Previously, I got the soft shell crab full-sized bow. And I think that's one of their like signature dishes that uh, is, you know, full crab fried and you've got the whole thing with the legs hanging off of it. I read a lot of reviews of it that were very favorable. It didn't stack up to me. I don't think I would order it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you have drinks? Uh, I just had a few uh, kite beers, uh-huh. which is a, um, a Korean lager. So uh, I had a few of those because it was happy hour, and they had really great happy hour specials on their beer. The first time I went there, they had a – I might be imagining this. Maybe I mixed it up with another place, but I'm 90% sure that the first time I went there, they had one of those books, that a drink menu that you pick up. And no, I'm, I am 100% sure it was this place <laughs> uh, because I flipped through like pages, and every one of the titles was some – 10 words drink that I felt like they were references to books that I've never read or something like that. And it seemed very clever and aloof. And each one had seven ingredients in them that were different from every other ingredient on the page. And I was just like looking at this menu, like, wow. And then I turn around and the bar is really small. (laughs) Where do they keep all this stuff? And they just count on no one ever ordering most of this. Yes. Well, This time when we went in, I don't know if it was because we had a a limited menu or something because of the time we were there, but we did not get that drink menu. It was a much smaller menu, but both times we had good drinks. So let's do the review. All right. So this was your choice. I'll go first off. Yeah. You've been there a few times. So um, how did, how did you think it was going to stack up and how did this experience stack up? Well, after going there a few times, uh, I will say again that the appetizers there are awesome, and I think it's the kind of place to go and get sliders and appetizers. And uh, and that's why you gave it four stars. <laughs> <laughs> I would lean – I want to give it – you know, Travis famously won't let me give half stars. I might give it three stars because there there were a couple of the main dishes that – didn't didn't completely satisfy me, but but it was very good. And the soup, I cannot say enough good things about. Go and get this soup. It's the Tom Ka soup. It's incredible. I I started to say this at the beginning, but I tried to recreate it myself. I did it a couple of different times and combined different recipes, and it it wasn't as good. It wasn't as pretty. It's just an incredible soup. Um, so I actually should have taken a hint when our waiter came up. He was like, do you guys want to try the soup? And I should have just said yes. Like if, if a restaurant ever asks you, do you want to try this thing that we have? You, yeah. you just say yes. They're, but um, yeah, so uh, apparently they are they know they're known for their soup. Yeah. So I'm giving it four stars. <laughs> if I had the chance, I would do four and a quarter. <laughs> But I don't. And this is why I won't let you have partial stars. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What did you think? So I have to say that when I went, 
I had a five-star experience. So I wasn't expecting that. I had been before. Um, I, I felt like they had some hits and some misses. Um, I was kind of uh, really ready to dive back into this place and really try a few things again. But uh, when I was trying all the appetizers, the house chicken wings, they just they nailed that completely. They um, The dry rub they had on it, the fry they put on it, it was so good. Uh, they followed that up with the fried dumplings, which I don't know if I've had a fried dumpling that is done as well as they did theirs. So incredible. Uh, the char siu cheese fries. Hold up. Uh, I still wish I would have gotten the skinny fries just for the yum yum sauce, which was one of the most delicious things I've ever eaten. And, uh, you know, I wanted, if they would package that and sell it, I would buy 12 jars a month. So we're going to go back there and it's going to turn out that yum yum sauce is the soup. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all, all the bowels were great, uh, bite size. And so this is where I have to say overall, I would give the bow four stars. Because I feel like if I would have gotten one of those bows as a full size sandwich, I would not have enjoyed it as much. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. Is it halfway into my full sized one, uh, it lost its flavor and I it, it was too much for me. Yeah. So like you know, for example, the char siu barbecue, it, it was a lot of cucumber flavor, which was nice for a few bites, but I don't want that over a full sandwich. Mm-hmm. And you know, because of that, if I would if I would have not gone for happy hour, I think I would have walked away um, you know, kind of thinking more on the three star side. But because I saw all the things that they did so well, I'm I'm definitely giving it a four. And once again, I had a five star experience. So if you want to go, I would definitely recommend Happy Hour. The prices are great. You get a serving size of food, which I think holds up really well. And you also get to try just about everything they have. And everything they have, they do pretty well. Hey, did I tell you that Angie and I are going to start a fusion restaurant? <laughs> no. Uh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Korean mixed with Mexican mixed with uh, Southern African American food. Okay, it's called Soul Soul Soul. <laughs> I can't wait for that to never happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in the tradition of this podcast, we came up with this name and are pursuing it just because we have a stupid, clever name. So. <laughs> All right. But yeah, no, overall, I think the bow is a great take on fusion. I think it's a great happy hour place. I think they have those bites uh, that they knock out of the park that you're not going to get anywhere else. Um, So I would definitely recommend going and I would uh, highly recommend their happy hour. What was your star rating? Uh, Four stars. Four stars. Okay. Yeah. Is this, oh my God, is this the first time we're in agreement? I mean, we're, yeah, in pseudo agreement. I mean, you're, Hooray! you're, yeah, hey, for the first time. So, uh, yeah, you, I think you lean more on the three star and I lean more on the five star. No, I came in at 4.25. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So thanks to my, uh, strict no partial stars rule. <laughs> yes, we are in agreement <laughs> for the first time. All right. Uh, well, yeah, that was fun. Um, we should go back. It was fun agreeing. It was fun. <laughs> It's a, it's a first for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. So next time we will be visiting Sol Azteca, uh, which is a Mexican place downtown St. Louis. Sounds nice. All right. Thanks, everyone. Tell Mitch I said hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>